0: Hi everyone! Welcome to the Slytherclaw Review. I'm Madison and
1: I'm Daya and this is the first episode of our Harry Potter podcast. We decided to name our podcast Slytherclaw based on our houses. I'm Slytherin and I'm Ravenclaw. And so we just kind of mixed those together and named it Claw Review because that's basically what we're going to be doing. We're going to be reviewing the franchise as a whole, diving into the books, the movies, different characters, and everything in between. Uh, the first thing that we're starting with is uh, diving back into the books. I know I personally haven't read them since, like, middle school. Um, when was the last time you read them? Um, I think started rereading them over
0: quarantine last
1: year oh so you're definitely a lot more yeah but i
0: didn't make it through all the books okay like my my plan was to like go through the books and like rewatch the movies but like i didn't make it all the way through them before coming like back to college and then i got into like reading other books because you know tiktok dragged me in so all right well this time we'll actually get through them um so we're gonna be rereading the books we're gonna have
1: episodes kind of just diving into them, like notes as we read, things that we remembered, things that are like, oh, I kind of forgot this happened. And then after that, we're also going to do like comparison episodes between the books and the movies, because they are extremely different, especially Half-Blood Prince, but we'll get into that yeah. later. We'll that later. <laughs> um, and, you know, after those are going to be like our first couple episodes. And then after that, we're just kind of going to dive into the franchise itself. We're going to talk about theories. We're going to talk about characters like Dumbledore and Snape who are very controversial characters within the fandom. We're going to talk about the Marauders. We're going to talk about basically anything and everything that we can possibly talk about a Harry Potter because it's a thing that we both love. It's a thing that um, like brings us together. And we already talk about it so much. We figured, why not make a podcast out of it? Harry Potter, something that kind of brought us together, something that we both really love. So, okay, we should just talk about how we met now. <laughs>
0: yeah, we say brought us together, but um, Dea and I were randomly paired to live in a dorm my sophomore year, her freshman year, which is was what two thousand nineteen. Yeah, two years. Two thousand nineteen. Well, three years, honey. Oh, I can't do math. <laughs> no, wait, two no, years. No, it is two.
1: But it's our third school year living together. Okay, yes, but it's such a second, like, year year.
0: Yeah, so okay. now we live in an apartment with a third roommate who has is walking by right now and <laughs> making a interesting face. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, I was really unlucky my freshman year because I had a terrible roommate. And going into my sophomore year, I was really worried about – Doing a random again because it was a dorm. I was going to share a room with this person. Um, and you know, I'm sitting on my bed, just I've moved in for a couple days now. And she walks in and she goes, Hi, I'm Dea. I'm like, Hi, I'm Madison. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. This was like at 11 p.m., granted. It like we were very, very late at night. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we only had the awkwardness for like three days that people normally have for weeks. And then we started just doing things together. Yeah, I think I I was, I kind of had the
1: opposite experience because it was my freshman year. So like I had a roommate for the summer and then I had, Madison was going to be my roommate for the fall and the spring. And my roommate over the summer was actually really great. She was really nice. We connected really well. We would hang out all the time. And so when she moved out and I had to get a new one, I was really nervous, not because I had a terrible experience, but because I had a good experience. And I thought, um, it just, I just didn't think it was going to be uh, living up, like live up to it. Like I was really worried and you were older than me. So I was also really scared that you were going to think I was like a stupid freshman. Like, ah, uh, I mean, like, I definitely did think that. that. Oh no, I'm God. just kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. I did not I did not In all honesty, though, I'm young for, her. like, I'm technically young for my grade. So like, I feel like we were a good match.
1: That's true. I think we were too. I think, I think it worked out. Shout out to our uh, school's roommate matching system. Cause... Yeah. They did a good job with us. I'm they proud. Did,
0: Cause now we still live together. We're a little codependent and just a little bit. Yeah. We obsess over the same things.
1: So it's fine. Yeah. And that's kind of how great. we discovered Harry Potter. Like I think during that like one first week where we were like kind of just sitting on our opposite beds, just like, so what kind of music do you listen to? What yeah. kind of books do you read? And we both just kind of Harry Potter got brought up and I was like, Oh my God, I like Harry Potter too. And Boom. I think
0: over the past year was when we both kind of really got Back into Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, I definitely
1: think TikTok had a, an a effect big, on that. Exactly. <laughs> Harry Potter got big on TikTok and it, it definitely drew us in even more than we were already I drawn in. I forgot the escapism that it,
0: it really yeah. provides. But I yeah. missed it. So that's us,
1: um, kind of like how we met. We also wanted to make a point um, to say that we love Harry Potter and we love the franchise and we love the characters, um, but we do not support or affiliate with J.K. Rowling, Rowling, however you pronounce her name. Um, she has come out with some controversial statements in the past, um, and we just want to know that we don't agree with that. We do love her series, and you know we're really thankful that she gave us this series for us to have this podcast about, but we do not align with her views. Just wanted to put that out there from the beginning. Um, and yeah, so for the rest of the episode, we just kind of wanted to do a little introduction um, about ourselves, just get to know us, like our Harry Potter stats, our house wand, Patronus. Um, But before we do that, we did want to do a little like thing that we want to do with the podcast. Um, We both have these like special Harry Potter um, books. I have a character uh, book and she has a spell book. So we wanted to do every episode, do a character of the day and a spell of the day. So for today's first episode, um, we're going to start with the very first character in the entire book. It's alphabetical, and it is Theophilus Abbott. So the book says that according to WizardingWorld.com, Theophilus was an American historian of wizarding magic who wrote Scourers and the Creation of Macusa. And his name is Abbott, but there is no—it is unknown if he is re- like a relative of the British Abbott wizarding family.
0: That's all it says about him.
1: So he's our character of the episode.
0: Yay! <laughs> um, our spell of the episode is anapneo, which, if you did not know, is a healing spell. And the use is clearing a blocked throat, which is very specific. Um, and the etymology of this word is actually in Greek. Greek anapneo means I breathe. Um, and it was used in The half Prince. Slughorn um, used this spell on a student who was choking on his food um and it should be noted that this spell may be used in any situation that would otherwise require the heimlich maneuver i was literally thinking about the heimlich as you were saying and i was like so it's kind of like similar it is a magical heimlich because maybe wizards just don't want to touch each other they're like that's kind of nasty bro like like physical space um (laughs) i don't want to hug you from behind it's just not not i'm also thinking now like it,
1: like, clears your throat, right? So if you were, like, really, like, sick or, like, stuffy, would that
0: work? Or is it, like, only if, like, you're choking? Uh, I don't know. It specifies choking. So it's, right. so like, feel like, you need to choke. Also, fair. if you're choking, is it like the Heimlich where if they're, like, use the spell on you, is it, it just come shooting out, out of your mouth? <laughs> or is it just, like, disappear? Like, it just, like, you're like, ah, 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 and then go, it's, like, gone? Or for, does it just go? For, just for comedy, up? I'm going to say that it's going to fly out the mouth. <laughs> like, projectile. Yeah. That's what I'm going to choose to believe, Yeah, I agree. Yeah so yeah we're gonna try to do that every episode hopefully we do um but now we're gonna go into Juan Petrona's house everything like that um as I said before I am a Ravenclaw um it makes a lot of sense (laughs) um I think when I was younger I wanted to be a Gryffindor as everyone does because the movies and the books kind of paint Gryffindor as the house the best house but let's be real It's It's not, not. but we'll talk about that more later because we have strong opinions as two people who wanted to be in Gryffindor as children and kind of realized that we weren't. Um, But anyways, my wand is a fur wood with a phoenix feather core. It is 13 and three quarters inches and it has hard flexibility. So the wood, fur wood, is good for transfiguration. It's considered to be decisive and confident um, and is reflective of an owner in that way. Is considered a survivor's wand. It does demand power and purpose. Um, it is focused and strong-minded, uh, and is for some reason associated with wizards who have escaped mortal peril unscathed, which which you have clearly plenty of times. <laughs> yes, my wildlife in the in the wilds of Florida. <laughs> yes, um, my phoenix feather core is the rarest wand core. Yes. Go okay, me. Harry Potter. Thank you. Um, and Voldemort. <laughs> I mean, they were both great wizards. So either that's way, fair, okay, I that's going to be memorable. Um, it produces the greatest range of magic, and some can and can sometimes act of its own accord, which is why it can be difficult to master. The thirteen and three quarters inches long is interesting because longer wands are drawn to those with lively personalities which 13 and three quarters is very long for a while. I feel like the max is. is usually about is 14. 14. Mm-hmm. So I'm only a quarter inch away from the longest. And then hard flexibility, I feel like I just don't need to explain that. <laughs> yeah, that's very – Because the, the flexibility is supposed to reflect the flexibility of, like, the mind of the owner or whatever, and, yeah.
1: No, you're very headstrong.
0: <laughs> a little bit, but it's fine. That was kind of sick, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, thank she, you. I like that. Thank you so much. You're so I'm welcome. I'm so proud of it.
1: All right, my turn. All right, so as I also said earlier, I am a Slytherin, which I don't want to get any hate, okay? Slytherin is a very misunderstood house, and I will defend my house until the day I die. No Slytherin slander in this house. No Slytherin slander. Absolutely agree. You can slander the Gryffindors all you want, but you cannot slander Slytherin or Ravenclaw. Um, when I was a kid, I also wanted to be in Gryffindor so much so that I looked online. I was like, what answers to pick on Pottermore to get Gryffindor? And I wrote them all down on a little piece of paper. And then I took the quiz and I put those answers down and I got Slytherin and I was so mad. And I went to my dad and I was like, dad, I literally looked up the answers to get Gryffindor. I answered them and I still got Slytherin. What the heck? How's that possible? And my dad was like, so you cheated to get Gryffindor? And I was like, yes. And he was like, well, that's why you got Slytherin, baby. And I was like, what? No, I hated being Slytherin. Like the first couple years of my life, I refused. If anybody asked me, I would tell them I was a Gryffindor or Ravenclaw because I feel like Ravenclaw is like my secondary house. But like I would never tell people I was a Slytherin. And then rec- like, a, recently, like a couple years ago, I finally started accepting that. And now I'm a very proud Slytherin. I will tell anybody who is anybody that I'm a Slytherin. And I will defend my house to the day I die. So that's my house um my wand is by the way madison you're gonna have to explain all this because i don't know what this means okay. <laughs> my wand is beech wood it has a unicorn hair core it is 10 inches and has reasonably supple flexibility
0: okay so for your wand um the beach wood is a poor match for those who are close-minded hmm. which is cool um if you are young and an owner of this wand it means you are wise beyond your years (laughs) this this wand however does lack power because it emphasizes subtlety and artistry okay so i kind of like that though fancy magic um you have a unicorn um core which means that it's a very reliable wand it's going to be a very loyal and moralistic wand which does mean it is not good for dark art, which we'll get to it is interesting because you're a Slytherin, and I'm pretty sure that is the same as Draco's yes. core. No? Mm-hmm. It okay. is. <laughs> um, this may produce less powerful magic than others, and it can actually die if not proper, properly cared for. It is the most most faithful of wands, too. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um, the next thing is the Patronus. So we actually retook... All of these quizzes, because yes. I know that I took them when the site was still Pottermore. Yeah, me too. I was like 10 years old when I we took them. We were it. young, so we retook all of them. And I'm going to tell you, we both had really bad Patronuses. We won't we won't were, delve into that. They were sucky. We took, every, we took everything again. House was the same. My wand was the same, except for the wood, which is interesting. And my wand was exactly the same. Nothing changed. Nice. Um, but anyways, my Patronus now is a snowy owl. Should we say what they used to be? I mean, mine used to be a garden snake. Yeah,
1: it's definitely a uh, little better than mine. Mine, mine was a rat. <laughs> mine was a literal rat, like Peter goddamn Pettigrew. So very glad that I
0: retook it. You guys could have been wormtail besties. I can't believe you just said that to me. <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, my Patronus now is a snowy owl, and that's all that matters. It is an unusual Patronus. It's actually the 115th most common, so it's pretty rare. It is pretty rare. It reflects a protective and fearless personality and someone who is wise and intelligent. Yes. Okay, Ravenclaw. Okay, Ravenclaw. Shining through. My like Patronus really said flattery. I love it. Flattery is fine. It definitely finest. is better than a garden snake. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And I never like researched what the garden snake meant. But I feel like the fact that it was like a small snake too. It wasn't even like a cool snake, it's not yeah. like a basilisk or anything. Exactly. It's like they're, like a garden snake. Uh,
1: I feel like with our old patronuses, if we whip that out, the Dementors would just laugh. They'd be like what is this gonna do, girl? What's that? Uh, my patronus, I think, also got better. So like I said, it used to be a rat, disgusting. My new patronus, now that I am 20 years old and more developed, I guess, whatever, um, is an Aki Cat, I think is how you pronounce it. So I looked it up and it says that people within Aki Cat Patronus are playful in nature and very independent. It says that if this is your patronus, you are playful and protective for those you care for. Your family is particularly important to you. However, this caring nature does not stop your independent, unique personality from shining. Those with this patronus do have a darker side too, which manifests itself in a stubborn side. People who conjure this patronus can sometimes be cruel to those who are not close to them, often able to outsmart others easily. Your playful attitude and natural drive to protect those loved ones those you love makes you popular among those who do get to know you. This patronus is common in Ravenclaw and Slytherins.
0: Aww, look at like us! That, right?
1: Which I think, honestly, I think that's very valid. I think this patronus does match Slytherin very well, and I feel like it does match me pretty well. So definitely much better than a rat. I also didn't look up what a rat meant. I looked at it. I was so disgusted. I slammed my laptop. The I left.
0: remember looking at what the rat was, and it had. I feel like it had to do with like survival. It wasn't bad. Like the description, yeah, of it wasn't bad. But the
1: fact that it's a, it's rat, a rat, it just yeah. hurts your soul. It has a. Bit, the rats just have bad connotations, so it's like
0: yeah, it just wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we wanted to share with you guys is our Ilvermorny house, which, if you don't know, is the American Wizarding School. Um, we'll go more into Ilvermorny, the history of Ilver, Ilvermorny, and the houses later on in this own episode because there is so much to say about it. Yes. Um, but for now, my Ilvermorny house is Puckwudgie. Um, it was named by James Stewart. It represents the heart of a witch or a wizard, and it actually favors healers which I really find interesting because I do plan to go to medical school. I plan to be a doctor. And so the fact that it favors healers is really cool to me. I do. I'm very proud to be a wedgie. I think it's a cool name. (laughs)
1: It is a cool name. Um, So my overmorning house is Thunderbird. Uh, It was created by Chadwick Boot, uh, named after the animal, a Thunderbird, which is a giant bird who when it flaps its wings makes thunder and storms which is actually kind of sick it's said that this house represents the soul of a witcher wizard and it favors adventures which i think is kind of cool i want to be a lawyer so i don't know how that <laughs> ties in
0: i like to... how you went from adventure and you're like i want to be a lawyer <laughs> i mean because
1: i don't know yours match with what you want to do with your profession and i was like i feel like mine doesn't really match with what i want to do with my profession. with my profession but like I still think of, I don't know. I think it's a, still fun. I think you're adventurous. Yeah, I know. I think so, too. I think it's a cool house. It's a sick animal, so. <laughs> pretty dope,
0: if I do say so myself. It is pretty dope, so, yeah. And so, yeah, that's pretty much all the the tests, any, like, labelings you could put on us for the Wizarding Room. That is, that is us as wizards. Thank you. We also wanted to share our favorite characters and our comfort characters with you guys. So, Dea, what is your favorite? Who is your favorite character my like, what is your favorite character all right
1: so it's a little complicated because i definitely have like a long standing favorite character that like i felt very drawn to this character when i first read the books and like even now i'm like yeah i love this character but there is another character that like the more that like i read the books and like get into them I'm, like damn i kind of vibe with this one too but my long i would have to say like bottom line hermione granger i think it's a very basic answer But I loved Hermione from the moment I picked up the books, and I love her now. She's extremely intelligent. I kind of really saw myself in her when I was reading the books. And also, when I was growing up, everyone would always tell me that, like, I reminded them of Hermione, that I looked like Hermione. Not Emma Watson, Hermione. Because when I was little, I also had, like, curly, bushy brown hair. Seems like such a
0: backhanded compliment. I mean, I know, right? (laughs) She used to have, like, bushy hair and, like, buck teeth and whatnot. Yeah. And they cast Emma Watson beautiful
1: I honestly think it's just the hair like I did have like bushy curly brown hair when I was little too so it's like you know people always like yeah you remind me of Hermione I also saw myself in her I love to read I love to learn too so she's kind of been my favorite character like just withstanding she's just amazing and I firmly believe that if she wasn't with the trio they would have oh my god they would have died died so so quickly like, so quick. They would like, not have survived without Hermione. Hermione was the backbone of this entire series. And if they remade the series through Hermione's perspective, I feel like it would be two books max. Oh, yeah. Like, she would have solved every problem, she would have fixed it so fast. Not
0: to mention, those two would have flunked out of class so Oh, quickly. I know. They were copying every single freaking homework assignment that exactly. they had from her. And I feel like I don't have much to add here because my favorite character is also Hermione. <laughs> yeah. What else can you say? She's amazing. She like, is. Are you kidding? She, from a young age, I mean, they didn't really like her in the beginning. I mean, that's kind of sad because she's awesome she is she's bossy but i get that because that's me yeah, but anyways me <laughs> um i always identified with her too and i think that she's an amazing character and even as she like goes throughout the series she just becomes more amazing
1: yeah i
0: agree yeah
1: i was able to say another character that like i kind of like her mind is like my long withstanding favorite character but like recently i've been really loving Ginny. Ginny is like <gasps> such a bad dude bitch. i love Ginny, I, yeah. I kind of, because the movies did her so dirty Facts. that, like, I kind of forgot how awesome she actually is in the books. Like, she is so funny, and she does not take any shit from anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not afraid to put Harry in them in their place, and I'm like, I freaking love Ginny, so... I think she's also an an honorable favorite character
0: mentioned. Oh, for sure. I think because the movie's kind of play her up as oh, it's Ron's younger sister who has this crush on Harry. She's infatuated with him and whatever, but I feel like on her own, she is such a cool character and such a strong individual that you don't get to see that unless you like really pay attention in the books. Yeah, so. I agree.
1: I think the way that they portray her in the books, too, also has – it makes Harry and Ginny's relationship make sense. Like, when you it read does. it in the books, in the movies, it kind of just comes out of left field where you're, like
0: – It mean, also seems just really creepy because, like, there's there just doesn't seem to be any chemistry. There's no
1: buildup to it. It's just like, oh, yeah, they're together now. Where in the books, you can kind of start seeing them when they interact more and things like that. So, it, yeah.
0: I'd agree. I would agree. And then our comfort characters, let's just, our comfort characters are just nowhere near the favorite characters that we've been telling you about. Yeah, no, this is going to say a lot about us as people, I think. I, this is going to be so revealing. And I just I don't know if I'm ready for it, to be honest. Do
1: you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. All right. Um, so my comfort character, and I feel like we should clarify, your comfort character is a character that you don't necessarily like relate to but it's a character that brings you joy and like comfort basically it's a character that like you really like to read about that you just feel attached to kind of
0: I I, for me it's like I'm emotionally invested in their emotions and like their well-being so like watching the like the movies and reading the books I'm o- I always get excited when I know that that character is coming in. Mm-hmm. And then when I know like we're getting to points where it's not going to be great for that character, I kind of just get really nervous. Yes, yeah. just, I, mean, I don't you know what? Maybe I don't want to finish this book. Maybe I just don't want to finish Order of the Phoenix. We're like, just going to close it. That was a huge hint. I know. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out, um I'm just going to go now. Go you ahead, yeah. Go it away. If you've figured it out, my comfort character is Sirius Black. Um yep, there you go. There you go. Dance. Um
1: well, mine's not much better. Um, I feel like our comfort characters are not only going to say a lot about us as people, but us as friends, because my comfort character is Remus Lupin.
0: <laughs> yeah, besties and lovers, question mark? Boyfriends, question We're going to have a
1: whole episode on that. Um, but yeah, so those are our comfort characters. They are both marauders. And something that I think is really funny slash interesting about our comfort characters is that your comfort character is Sirius Black, but you're a lot like Remus and my comfort character is Remus, but I'm a lot like Sirius, which I think
0: is very interesting. I'm going to cry. Why would you say that to me right now? So I never sad. noticed that. That's so you never, sad. You never noticed that our comfort characters mirror each no. other? No, oh, I noticed it. I not. you think I'm that self-aware and observant?
1: No. I honestly mostly realized it one time when I was like, I was talking about it to somebody, and I was, like, telling them about how I got you Sirius's as one for your birthday because he was your comfort character. And I was telling them that my comfort character is Remus. And so the person, I don't remember who I was talking to, but they were like, oh, is it because you're, like, Remus and she's, like, serious? And I was like, actually, now that you mentioned that, no, she's, like, Remus and I'm, like, serious. That was a very big eye-opening moment for me,
0: <laughs> the epiphany that I'm having right now. <laughs> my brain exploding you can't see me but i'm just like staring like blankly at her because my mind is processing just how much it makes sense yeah wow i know also i think it says a lot about us that we were drawn to like two characters who had such tragic yeah traumatizing lives and then just had the most devastating deaths yep which i mean i i I was going to say spoiler, but like if you didn't know that they died, that's your own problem. (laughs) Yeah, that's on you, bestie. (laughs) That's on you, bestie. And like you should either leave now, you should read the books, (laughs) or you know what? Just watch the movies because get caught up and then you can read the books. Yeah. Or if you want to read
1: the books with us after this, we're going to start doing our rereads. So if you want to read the books with us and listen to our podcast as we read, you could do that too
0: very true. So our next episode will be the first half of sorcerer's the stone. sorcerer's stone or if you know you're from the UK the philosopher's, philosopher's. stone but we're Americans. Yeah, so. we do
1: have the American copies so if we talk about like page numbers or chapters or anything anything that might be different just know we have the American versions. But yeah, we're very excited for that. Um we're I think we're both almost done with the books. So we should be recording that episode soon. We are very excited. We're just kind of going to go through it. We each took notes and like sticky noted like things as we went.
0: So we're just kind of sit down and we're just kind of going to go through it. So. Yeah, just a deep dive into things that we noticed, things that we liked things that we didn't really like. Things um, that were straight up stupid. <laughs> things, yeah, things that were a little dumb, things that don't make sense, plot holes, you know, things like that. And then we'll get to the movie and book comparisons later on.
1: Yeah, later on. I think we're going to do all the deep dives and then we'll do all the comparisons.
0: Another thing that we have decided we want to do every episode is um, tell Harry Potter jokes, which I know sounds terrible, but I have a book... It's a Harry Potter joke book, but specifically for Ravenclaws, and Dea has one that's specifically for, for Slytherins. Slytherins. Oh. So we're going to give you one of each, every episode, just for your enjoyment, and these are great. The jokes, they're immaculate, really. They're the best She's jokes. She's being she very has. sarcastic.
1: Some of these are not going to land, I'm going to be honest with you, but we think they're at least a little funny, so... <laughs> Would
0: you like to go first? Uh, no, you can go first.
1: Okay. <laughs> I just want to feel out how funny yours is. Oh, well, now there's so much pressure on me. Okay. I, I thought this one was pretty funny. Okay. How do you make a magical boat travel? <laughs> um,
0: something about rowing. Come on. What is it? You need a couple of oars. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, you get it, right? Because, yeah. like, orts. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to keep with the same theme here. Oh, perfect. How does a Ravenclaw work a boat? <laughs> I don't know the how. They Rowena. <laughs> the best part was that, like, we were like, oh, you know what? We're gonna we're not going to tell each other the joke beforehand. Because we want them to be, like, in the moment and see if the other one finds it 20. But the fact that you we chose, chose a boat, boat, boat one, one. And I chose a <laughs> boat one. As we're as so connected. Shooting, I was like. Damn, my joke's like the same. It's going to be sad if it's the same joke, but they were different than
1: I Yeah, well. I feel Yeah, um, I i don't think there's any repeated jokes in there, but I hope not. <laughs> it's going to be real em- embarrassing if
0: we both whip out the same joke one episode. Hopefully after this, the jokes just get better and better. Hopefully. But either way, that's all for us this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And next week, we will be discussing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So make sure you tune in for that. And make sure you guys also follow us online.
1: Our Twitter is at Rev, And our Instagram is at Review. Until next time.